0: It's MTCS Cougar Quarter, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's
1: Murfreesboro. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at toa.com. On FM 101.9 and AM
0: 1450 Murfreesboro. FM 100.5 Smyrna and streaming at
1: WGNSSports.com. Welcome in to MTCS Cougar Corner here on this Saturday morning. It's uh, kind of our chance to recap the year. We've got MTCS President Matt Tiller joining us. A bit later on, Athletics Director Jason Piercy will be here. Of course, our show presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, the largest and most comprehensive orthopedic surgery group in Middle Tennessee. More information on any of TOA's 19 locations in the orthopedic urgent cares are online at TOA. .com. First up, uh, President Matt Tiller here with us. And uh, Matt, you've got a lot of exciting things to talk about. It's been a great athletic year, which is continuing here with spring sports, of course. But uh, congrats on uh, such a, a great, great year that we're going to kind of recap a bit today.
0: Well, thank you, Brian. It is always a blessing. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited anytime I get to come on and talk about MTCS and Cougar Athletics. And we appreciate all that you and your team there do. Uh, to keep the story of what's going on here alive and, and active in our community. But happy to talk to you today. It is an extremely exciting time to be a Cougar athletically as well as just as part of our community and, and uh, look forward to talking to you.
1: Yeah, going to be uh, going be fun to catch up with uh, a lot of the things. I, we're going to go back, uh, you know, to August and really to last summer when, uh, you know, Colby Tackett kind of put his imprint on the football program and I don't think you could have dreamed up a better year.
0: Well you know what was so interesting about that year and, and you never we, we had this conversation with Colby. no one ever remembers how you start athletically with all remember how you finish but if you go back that brand new coach lots of energy lots of excitement new system thrilled to have Colby and his, his family with us his wife Victoria um, but the start of the year was kind of rough and uh, three start. Had a lot of COVID issues we were dealing with and um, wasn't the start he dreamed about, uh, but was so proud of uh, the, that group of players and that coaching staff and the way they just kept working, kept getting better. Had a huge win at King's Academy that kind of really, I think, turned them loose to what the possibilities could be. Kept that rolling uh, with a big win over Friendship and that regional title and all the way to the state semis. It was a really fun ride, but just so proud of the way that that group absolutely refused to quit working and it all came together at the end uh and one game away from going to the big one so uh it was a great football season
1: you know we we talked about it with with colby week after week and you you remind us about how tough that start was and new coach, and, you know, it's easy for doubt to creep in there. So I think he and the coaching staff did a, a tremendous job to say, look, guys, our our season is still before us. We haven't even started region play yet, and uh, that's that's when the, the light seemed to turn on and the fire ignited.
0: Well, and, and, you know, in coaching, and I'm not a coach, but I've watched a lot of athletics, but with a new coaching staff, you want to have enough success that the kids will buy into your system. Hmm. And for those players – To buy in, even when they weren't having success, and to keep doing it, that speaks a lot to them, and they're willing to be led. It speaks a lot to Colby and his staff uh, in being able to lead them. And, and boy, now the the energy and the excitement, the expectations in our football program, uh, it is really fun to see what that kind of success can do for a first-year coach because it's it's instant credibility now. and, And, boy, that thing is rolling, and we can't wait for next football season. Uh, we expect to continue to be highly competitive in our football program, and that's uh, that's an exciting place to be. And really like the way that it's not just about the success, but I love the, the the spirit of what we're doing there. I love the the emphasis on trying to make sure these young men are good, godly men as they can be. That idea of instilling the good, the right kind of character in what they're doing while they're having the success. The combination of that is is just what it needs to be in a place like ours here at MTCS.
1: Well, I'm sure you you bring an interesting perspective that, you know, a broadcaster or a fan wouldn't necessarily maybe get to see the the full extent of that and and building of the character of these young people, and I know that that – is one of the the main things that when you're looking for a new coach or 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 whatnot within the MTCS family, that has to be very high on your priority list. It seems.
0: Well, there, there, absolutely. I, we talk very intentionally, and we we got to, we hired a number of new coaches um, last year, and in all those conversations, we we certainly want them to be great at coaching their sport, but if they aren't able to coach young people and and call them to be who God's called them to be and use their sport as a wonderful learning moment for broader spiritual issues and character issues and kingdom issues that we, we're missing part of our mission here at school. We, we feel strongly that athletics has to support us fulfilling our broader mission. Uh, and uh, when everything is moving towards the same goal uh, in a place like ours, that's when you see really strong success, and that's when we feel like God bless us the most. So you're exactly right about that. I Our coaches, and and I'm, boy, as we talk through sports, it's just such an encouraging time because I see our coaches across all of our sports being so intentional about that part of their job, recognizing that, understanding that. We don't do it perfectly. Nobody does, but I know they're intentionally seeking to use their sport as a teaching moment for bigger issues of life and bigger spiritual issues, which is what we're trying to do there every day. So um that that's when you have the athletic success combined with knowing you're trying to do it the right way, that's just a whole different level of celebration uh and and joy that you can see and, and we've had several of those moments this, this year in athletics.
1: Oh most certainly MTCS president Matt Tiller uh joining us today. Um lots of success in other fall sports, not just to you know, pick out football, but uh, volleyball in, in maybe uh, a, a bit of a rebuilding year for Troy, but, you know, they, they get to the, uh, the region and, and I thought did uh, a tremendous job there, cross-country. Uh, anything else you want to talk about from the fall?
0: Well, I think that's, of uh, course, volleyball. We, we, we built a program volleyball where we expect to do things like region visits uh, and expect sub-state to work our way through the state tournament because that's the level of success Troy has built through that program. And, and I, I think we may have discussed this before. Someone else has. You we know, had a middle school program that had an amazing record. Just was one of the best middle school volleyball programs in the entire area, public or private besides. And so there's some great future with volleyball. I'm really excited about where that is headed. Uh, we think we're going to be extremely competitive there for years to come. Love what what the sports like cross country. We had a, a, a young runner who had amazing success uh, and just kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, nobody talks about some of those kind of sports, but we had a golfer who went to the state tournament, played a, played a playoff game on Friday on, on Friday night and been defeated in the state the next weekend. Um, that's very unusual to play two sports at that level during the same season. Young freshman, and I got to go watch him play for two days and spend time with his dad, and that was great to see someone have that kind of success in a sport like golf. So I know that we we have these conversations. I'm always worried I'm forgetting something, but it was a really strong fall season uh, across the board with a number of firsts. We, we had a meeting recently with our faculty and staff. We were celebrating all that God has done since COVID came on our campus. And you know, if you, we all remember that that spring of almost two years ago, the sports shut down. Uh, what a terrible time that was. But we were just celebrating all the accomplishments of our program since then. And there were at least 10 to 12 firsts for us that's happened in the last two years. And a lot of that's happened. Some of those things even happened this fall. so. It
1: was a very strong fall, man. I'll, I'll never forget um, two years ago because you and I were in the midst of talking about spring sports. We were doing this very show, as a matter of fact, um, maybe a week or two earlier, two years ago. But we were—I was in your office, and and we were talking, and you were getting phone calls, and right after that. I mean, the the next week was, was one of those tough weeks where you had to cancel Legacy of Light and sports were yes. ending and school, uh, you know, it was the start of a very tough time that we didn't know about in that moment.
0: Well, you're, that, that is correct, and, and, and you can reflect back on it now, and all we know how to do uh, is to praise God for his faithfulness and, and and thank our community for the way we came together, but you just look at where we are today and all the things that we're experiencing now that we had to put on pause then, and we're back doing them. And uh, not only are we doing them, but we've done them really well. Uh, it, it's just you just have a heart full of gratefulness uh, to to be where we are today compared to where we were two years ago. That was a painful time. Uh, you know, you took we took spring sports and and took really took them away from an entire senior class. And uh, you know, I, I, there's nothing you can do to fix that. Once it's gone, it's gone, and your heart breaks for those athletes um but boy we're, we're getting to enjoy it with our athletes now and I'm, I'm just
1: grateful yeah and and some some you know even after the onset the the last two years we've had to n- navigate through some tough decisions and you know you even mentioned dealing with covid early on in the football season this year and so it's it's still one of those present things that uh is is always in the mind in, in thinking about how to continue forward in everything
0: well, you, you know, you, we're, we're, we have been on campus, and in the, I think in our county, in our city, in our state, it's been cases have been lower than they've been in a long, long time, and we all are thankful for that. We've been able to live our lives uninterrupted without the disruptions and distractions of COVID for the last several, several weeks. But as I as I will say in an email that's going to go out later, so before spring break, well, no one really knows other than God what's coming next. <laughs> Every time you think you have it figured out, it changes. But we all, at this point, at least are prepared to know what's next we know how to work our way through it we've been through that we've experienced it we know how to appropriately work our way through it and the key thing for us has been all along we're going to fight as hard as we can fight to provide a meaningful on-campus experience for our kids that includes extracurricular activities as well you just there's such value in those things and you need to make every every effort possible to preserve those and um because it's just it's it's so meaningful to the children and the students, and so we've been—we we are grateful we've been able to do that, thankful to do that, and that's what we'll continue to do. And I'm, again, hopeful and prayerful that the, by far the worst of this is behind us. Um, but if it's not, we know that we can we can we can work our way through whatever's coming.
1: Uh, MTCS President Matt Tiller uh, joining us as as we transition to to talk some some winter sports you mentioned earlier lots of new hires, and I I guess no, no more than uh, w- with girls and boys basketball, uh, two brand-new coaches, and boy, uh, just a tremendous, tremendous season for the ladies this year.
0: Yeah, two two brand-new uh, coaches, uh, both extremely excited to have them, both come to us with uh, energy and excitement and ideas and the right, again, as I said before, the right spirit about their programs, wanting to build relational programs with between their players and with their players. Uh, and it was going to sound kind of strange to you, but I'm proud of both uh, of what they did in their first year. Uh, Coach Jones and her staff and that group of extremely talented uh, young ladies uh, really had – uh, well, it had a record-setting season for us in lots of ways. Uh, in some ways, a little bit odd that I say that because uh, it, the record-setting was however we got through at the end uh, and with a number of wins, but it, just a fun team to watch. They were together, united, uh, truly a team, played for each other, loved, and, loved each other and loved their coaching staff. Um, Hannah just did an amazing job of getting them bonded right off the bat, and connected. She came into a good situation in terms of talent, but then built them into a team. And you you know this. You've been around sports for a long time. Talent doesn't necessarily mean success. doesn't always mean team, uh, but really pleased with how that group came together. And then just to watch our school community rally around them through that run to the state playoffs. We literally, you know this, we were all over the state of Tennessee. Uh, we were to Clarksville. We were to Chattanooga. We were then actually outside the state, just across the state line in Mississippi. And then we ended up, um, praise God, we ended up in Cookville. Um, but our kids just went on the road and, and won game after game after game and had that great moment in the state semifinals uh, where, we, where we had a big victory with our crowd almost taking up half that entire large gym. It really turned that arena orange uh, on that Friday and then really fought hard and played a really solid first half and fought to the very end against an amazingly talented web team in the championship game. And once again, though the story was really more about our community's response than it was anything else, how much love we showed that that team, really pleased about all that. Uh, and, and then, and we can talk about the boys, but I'll stop there and let you respond. But that we were excited about that. Then we'll get to the boys' season as well.
1: Well, uh, you know, Hannah, you know, had to navigate a lot, and and coming in as a as a brand new coach, new program, and having the talent and the pieces there, but you've alluded to it already. It, that that doesn't mean immediate success. And, and it, it took a little bit, you know, maneuvering through and, gosh, the toughest district that you could play in. I mean, it was the district championship, you know, uh, two teams in the championship game in the yep. same district. So, uh, you know, I, I think she had to navigate some tough waters and and did a very good job.
0: Yes, extremely competitive. It's an, It is remarkable how strong girls basketball is in the state of Tennessee at our level, right here within about 40 miles of, of our campus. You have us and, uh, and and PCA down the street, and of course Webb has gotten really good really fast, and so you've got a ton of talent in our district. Uh, wasn't at all surprising to us that, that that's who we were going to see if we made it far enough in the finals. And so, But navigating that, we played a lot of really strong teams. Our girls were not in, at all Surprised by that when they saw good talent, uh, and so again, it, and I got, I got it's just it's hard to describe the sense of of pride and um, joy and excitement just to watch the way our community supported uh, that group of girls and our coaching staff. Um, I, I don't do this very often, but I went in the locker room after that loss, and our girls were devastated. They they were not content to finish second, um, but I. I I just felt like I wanted them to hear and understand how proud we were of them, proud of their effort, proud of the way they competed, proud of the way they ignited and inspired our community and uh, that they had set up kind of got us to a level that we'll always try to get to in moving forward. A strong group of four seniors that have been through so much in that program but have been with us all along and succeeded so strongly. So it it was a magical, fun run. You don't get a lot of those, um, and so when you do, you just really want to – soak it in completely and celebrate it completely. They actually had their basketball banquet this week and I was able to attend and, and, and just listen to the, all, all of that and to celebrate that finally and so it was a magical magical run. Um,
1: let's talk boys basketball a bit and, and with uh, Aaron coming in you know, many of the same things that that Hannah had to, to deal with, new coach, new system, all kinds of things. And I, I know that they may not have had the same successes in the uh, the win and loss column, but I know that you, you have to be proud of uh, just to pick one thing out of that group, the uh, perseverance of that group of gentlemen.
0: Well, I 100% agree. And, and the thing we have to understand is we got – we. Come to a much, he came into a much younger group.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's some talent on that team, uh, but but not a not a heavily uh, senior laden group, unlike the girls. Um, he's Aaron did a wonderful job of relentlessly and persistently trying to create his culture. The energy on the bench was different. We appreciate that, uh, and it's difficult to maintain that when you're not having success. Uh, then then on top of that. We had some key key injuries of some big time leaders on that team. That when those when those folks were healthy and played, we would look differently. We were a different looking team, but they were just not healthy much. Um, we had some folks that were planning on playing that decided not to, uh, because not not because of Coach Morrison, but just because they're going to go play football in college. They're going to do other things, they made other decisions. So it really was a challenging year. New coach, first time getting a head coaching job you want all things to go a certain way it doesn't go the way you want but you have to persevere and rebound and continue doing what you know is right for the future and coach Morrison did that and I'm grateful for that sometimes you have to make tough decisions that short term don't give you the results you want for long term what you're trying to accomplish and I feel very good about where we're headed with our boys basketball program and we're not a we're not a panicky administration. We don't need Jerk. We have a bigger picture in mind, uh, and he does as well, uh, and we feel good about where we're headed.
1: Well, and we haven't talked a lot about middle school sports, but you, know, you also have the luxury of having that and having young people come through yeah, well, and even the the Cubs in uh, in basketball. So I mean, they they want to wear the orange and white, and, and and I'm sure. And we've talked to Aaron about this during the season. You know, you you see that young talent and and a, the ability to have conversations and 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 see what is is ahead. It's it's really a program building situation, and I know he's excited about it.
0: Well, that yes, and and, and the thing about it is a program. It's bigger than uh, any one team. It's bigger than any one group of kids. It's bigger than any one class of student athletes. It's, it's a program. Uh, and, and you establish a program and you establish expectations, and it really will permeate that entire Cubs all the way through middle school and high school. This is our standard. This is how we play. This is how we work. This is how we're going to conduct ourselves. This is what I expect of players in the classroom. This is what I expect of players in terms of in the hallways. I mean, it's a program. And uh, that's that's what we're building uh, and that's what we want and that's what Aaron's helping us do uh, and that takes a little bit of time uh, and and, and we look forward to that continuing but it is a luxury You're, you' couldn't be more correct it's a luxury to be able to do that at a place like ours and start it at such a young age uh, and for them to see that and know what that looks like so then and you know we've got some really talented athletically, uh, young uh, men and women in our school that are going to grow up in a program, by the time they get to the high school level, some of those things are already going to be ingrained. Uh, and then we get just turn them loose and let let them do what God's gifted them to do in the in the culture we've created.
1: And I know we spend a lot of time talking about the varsity sports, but I, I, I do want to make sure that uh, for all of those uh, volunteers, those – Coaches uh, on the you know the the youth level the middle school level uh, even those people who volunteer on the on the high school level, there are so many working pieces here and uh, again, I know we spend a lot of time talking about the varsity sports, but so many people involved and uh, you know we just want to make sure we thank them for their investment in young people
0: well. I don't know the number. Maybe maybe Athletic Director Piercy knows the number, but I don't know the number of, of individuals we have involved in our programs. Um, but if you just if you just take a sport like basketball, you've got coaches, you have assistant coaches. You've got people that do the book in every game. You've got people that do the scoreboard in every home game. Um, you've got individuals that have to control and man the concession standing. We've had a wonderful parent, uh, Amy Self, that's done that for years for us. And no one has any idea how big of a job that is, to keep your concession stands rolling and running. And then you got to have staff for your concession stands. And then you've got to have people that run the gate for every game. It literally takes your entire community to support an athletic program. And that's Cubs, middle school, high school, all the way through. Uh, everyone has to come together to make that happen. Uh, and, and we are extremely, thank you for giving me the opportunity to say this, we are extremely appreciative of all of our parent volunteers. We've got volunteers who aren't existing parents anymore, former parents who continue to volunteer because they love our school, they love what God's doing here, and they love Cougar Athletics. And So we would not be able to be successful without them, uh, and we are very appreciative of all that they do.
1: MTCS President Matt Tiller with us. Uh, We're going to talk some spring sports here and and look ahead to what's currently going on. Uh, We still need to talk about Legacy of Light and uh, something else very special I know the MTCS community knows about, but we want to make sure that uh, the Rutherford County community knows. So, uh, Matt, let's kind of spring to the spring, if you will, and boy... I think it's one of the busiest times of the year in terms of the number of sports going on and the facilities being used, and it's it's just really a real a, a busy two months or so.
0: Yeah, so uh, I'll just give you an example of that. Monday Monday night uh, of, of this week, um, we uh, we had a tennis match against Rockville, so I left my office around four to pop over and watch some tennis. We were hosting PCA and middle school baseball, so I went down there and caught some middle school baseball. We were having a girls' basketball banquet on campus. I popped into that. Then we were hosting, again, um, PCA for boys' varsity baseball after the basketball bank, but I caught the tail end of that. That's just one night, and we just so happened we weren't playing softball that night on campus or soccer. So um, those games got canceled. Uh, spring is um, – it is – exciting, it's fun, but there really is something going on, it seems, on campus every single night except for Wednesday nights, and we try to keep that open so people can go to church. So <laughs> there's yeah. one night, you can. we probably don't have a game on campus, um, but it, it, it's so much fun. It's so exciting. It's one of those really neat things about uh, what the school business. Um, people will occasionally say, well, I mean, I just, you're at all these events. You, just, you have to come to all these events, and I, I no, I don't have to. Um, I enjoy it. I love watching our kids compete uh, and, and doing all of those things and having success and learning through challenges and supporting the community and connecting with the parents and, and seeing all of those things. It's just so much fun. And, and spring, as we've gone through this spring, and we'll talk about all those sports, um, We even, people forget about sometimes track and field, but we've had some great success early track and field meets mm-hmm. so far this year. So, Uh, We'll talk about spring sports, but you're you're exactly right. It is extremely busy, exciting, vibrant time on campus, a lot of activities going on. As long as you don't get a rain, uh, you know, rain messes you up big time in spring, and you have to start getting into reschedules, and everything gets condensed. But when the weather is good, there's going to be a team competing somewhere uh, on campus more than likely.
1: Well, we've talked a lot about new hires, and um, obviously you had one of those in uh, the softball program. We had a chance yes. to catch up with Velena a couple of weeks ago uh, here on Cougar Corner, but uh, I know she is extremely excited and, and brings an enthusiasm to this program.
0: Well, I think her players call her Coach V, uh, so that, that, that's probably what, what she prefers to be called. Uh, Velena brings a, a tremendous amount of experience, People know her locally here in the softball community. She played at Arkansas. That team uh, is off to a really good start. There's a lot of talent on that team. I watched them play the other day, and um, at least at least one ball left the yard, and it was a shot, and they scored a lot of runs, and there's a lot of energy, good fun. I think that team will be very competitive in our district. They had a great year last year, a record-setting year last year. They lost some key players without bringing a lot of people back. Uh, and... Um, Lelaina and her and her dad and, and uh, uh, one of our own, Abby Swinney. I think she's married now with a different last name, but that was her name when she was here. Brad Bird, that entire, uh, Pierre Lyons, that entire group of coaches. is a great combined effort of, of, of current MCCS folks and new people to us and they know the, the game well. Uh, I don't know whether you've watched much softball, but our girls have the best time playing. Uh, whether they're having success or not, they're in it, they're working hard, but they enjoy it. And We really think that program be competitive. That's one of those areas that five years ago, uh, Brian, we weren't very good at softball. Yeah, Uh, We really struggled um, at softball. And to see that turnaround, and I think that turnaround continues with Coach Lyons uh, moving forward. So we're really glad to have her on staff.
1: I know she's extremely uh, excited about that. We've had the chance to catch up with Jamie Carver as well. And, And on the other side of that pendulum, a guy who has, you know, played and, and worn the orange and white and assistant coach and now uh, head coach. And, you know, I think he said it's over two decades of, of time spent at MTCS. I, I think if you poked him, he would bleed orange.
0: There's, there's no doubt. Nobody loves this place more than Jamie Carver and loves MTCS baseball more than Jamie Carver. And I'm so proud of Coach Carver and what he's doing. Uh, in that program, uh, I think our team's off to a really good start. We're young, but, boy, we're talented. Jamie is working really hard uh, and very intentionally on, not only doing a doing a great job coaching baseball, but coaching young men. Uh, I, I do believe that any young man that comes to play baseball for us will be better if they stay to the program, better men because they play for Coach Carver. Uh, I, I know that's the case. That's who he is. Uh, he, he's willing to make hard decisions to teach the right lessons uh and then trust that god takes care of everything else and, and i'm very grateful for that typical our god, players love playing for him uh, and we're going to be good this year we're going to be competitive this year I, I watched us play enough that we've got talent we've got arms uh we can hit it uh we're an extremely competitive district uh and, and you know there, there might have been we lost some key seniors last year including a mr baseball so you know you, you worry about what that's going to look like but i, I just think it. So much fun to watch how every team comes together and for new people to have an opportunity to to have their moment, to step up and lead and to shine. Uh, And um, it's going to be fun to see where that baseball program goes. Uh, I think it's only going to get better. Middle school's full of talent. They're off to a really good start. Uh, And there's lots of baseball talent in our halls. uh, And there's a lot of momentum there. There's some good things going on there with some future expansion of baseball that I don't think we're officially announced yet, but trying to grow that facility some. Uh, to uh, meet the demand uh, that we have in terms of practice facility areas there. So there's a lot of good momentum in baseball. Uh, We've got a good program. We've got a good reputation in that regard. We have good coaching staff, and uh, it's going to be fun. But we're doing it the right way in the game of baseball, and we're thankful for
1: that. Well, uh, that's a a good transition point. We're going to talk a little more sports uh, with A.D. Jason Piercy coming up. But – put on that uh, president's hat i know all of this is part of the president's hat but uh some things coming up and you you kind of talked about facilities and i don't know how you juggle all of that and and trying to have a a vision for the future and i know you got a lot of great people uh, around you uh that 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 deal with that but um the generations of hope capital campaign has the whole community buzzing, I think, and kind of update us on that, and for those who are just now uh, finding out about that, um, maybe kind of fill us in on what that's all about.
0: Sure. Generations of Hope Capital Campaign, we launched that officially at our state dinner event in in the fall after, oh, I don't know, two and a half years of prayer and planning and thinking about what's next for our campus and trying to decide when it was the right time to do so, and it became clear to us, through some conversations with strategic people and prayer that the time was now. And so we've launched a very aggressive $26.3 million capital campaign over five years. Uh, uh, It's our goal to raise that money so we can build a a brand-new high school building, build a brand-new early learning center on campus, and do some other strategic things that need to be done. And and the reason that we're doing that, quite simply, is because we we are unable currently with our current facility to – to fulfill our mission the way we want to fulfill it. There's a number of people that want to come to school here that we just don't have room for. Uh, and while that's, that's okay from a marketing perspective, it's really not good from a missional perspective. If people want to have a high-quality Christian K-12 education, and God's bringing us those people, we want to be able to respond and fulfill our mission with them and do it in a way that's um, nurturing uh, and, and pushes them to be lifelong servants in God's kingdom and lifelong learners uh, and the only way for us to do that is to expand uh, we don't want to we don't want to increase class sizes that keeps us from being relational as the way we'd like to so we're working very aggressively we are uh, I haven't checked the numbers today Brian but I think we're just under 21 million dollars raised which is just remarkable but we were so thankful for that uh, we are moving moving very aggressively on getting that high school building built Uh, so we can expand, and we don't want the bulldozers and the dump trucks to ever leave campus. we want to go straight from the high school building to the ELC building and see what's next. So uh, we are extremely excited uh, about that. We desperately need it. We're in enrollment season now, and we know we've we've never seen a response like we're seeing this year with people interested in coming to MTCS, and we know we're not going to meet that demand next year either. So we are excited about having a little more space to appropriately serve the students and the families that God's bringing us. Uh, And and we're not doing that just because we're trying to meet some sort of arbitrary and goal. We simply just want to do that to fulfill the mission uh, of providing this academically rigorous, Christ-centered education in a nurturing environment. So thank you for letting me talk about that. There's more exciting things to come. We we are looking forward to very soon having groundbreaking for that high school building and and, uh, really being in that building uh, and, and, a very, in you know, very quick turnaround time to be in that building soon.
1: Well, that's that's got to be very exciting for everyone in the uh, the MTCS community. And uh, yes. it, it takes a, I mean, you're not talking about uh, pennies here. You're talking about a a, a great investment uh, that's that's being made by people inside the MTCS community here for sure.
0: That that's uh, that's true. Twenty six point three million dollars is a very bold move for us, very, very courageous move, but it we felt like it was appropriate, and, and our donor community has responded in a amazing way, and God is working through them to do that, and we can't be more appreciative of that. Sometimes, when you give a gift to some of the size gifts we've seen, thank you does not seem like it's enough. Yeah. We appreciate you does not seem like it's enough, but people have been blessed financially. They're passionate and believe in what we're doing, and they're sharing those blessings with us, and um, it is... Been such an encouraging thing for us to see. It's 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 inspired us to continue doing this good work because we know God's blessing it, and we look forward to seeing what's next. So it's 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 all we're off to um, a remarkable start, and we look forward to what's what's coming next.
1: Well, let's talk about uh, Legacy of Light before our time yep. gets away. Here, uh, that's coming up uh, in well next month, I guess,
0: April twenty first. Thursday night, and we're bringing in Hall of Fame quarterback Kurt Warner, and we are so excited about him coming and doing that, he's a wonderful Christian man with a great story to tell, a story that's out, it's actually part of a movie that's out right now, Uh, so the timing of him coming works really beautifully for us, and uh, we're looking forward to a great event. Uh, It's already filling up very, very quickly, and so uh, we, we expect that event will sell out, uh, doing a large dinner gala as large as we can make it in the varsity gym and um, it, it's it'll be another great night uh, we think a speaker who is very consistent with who we are but has a story to tell that'll be a blessing for those that arrive.
1: and so um, you, you mentioned that there are just maybe a few tickets left how would someone get tickets to legacy of life
0: well it's, it, and we do sponsorships we don't even do tickets anymore because mm-hmm. of of that but uh, you can go to our website and, and learn more about Legacy of Light. You can contact the office here, uh, and we'll be glad to help any of those who are interested in sponsorship. Uh, to get that done, mccscougars.org, uh, it, it, that will certainly be a, the best way to get in touch with us at this point, and uh, we'll be glad to help anyone who's interested to become a partner to participate, a sponsor, and participate in that night.
1: Well, that's uh, going to be a great night with Kurt Warner coming in uh, the 21st of April, mtcscougars.org, where you can find more information. Uh, Matt, it's always great to catch up with you. Uh, I mean, we could go on for hours talking about all the great things. We've just kind of touched some of the, the high points, and it's um, it, it's always one of the high points of the year to get the opportunity to talk to you about all the great things going on at the uh, MTCS athletic community and, and the the school overall just to kind of get uh, uh, an update on what's happening and uh, always look forward to it.
0: Well, thank you. Let's leave some time with, for Coach Piercy. I think that's fair. But, Ryan, we really do appreciate the opportunity to talk with you. We appreciate all you all do for our community, Uh, in the community of Murfreesboro, and thank you for giving me time to talk with you.
1: Absolutely. Uh, It's been a pleasure. Matt Tiller, president at MTCS, joining us here today on Cougar Corner, which continues right after this. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity.
0: People love to see us on the schedule when they have a home game because our fans show
1: up. MTCS president Matt Tiller.
0: The way we travel is just phenomenal. Our parents and our community are fully engaged in our school. When we compete, we're trying to do it in a way that honors
1: God. We want to win. We also want to do it in a way that pleases Him. Providing Christian values and academic excellence in a nurturing environment. That's Middle Tennessee Christian School. Invest in the future of your child. Find out more at mtcscougars.org. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating local athletes here
2: in Rutherford County. Experts in joint, bones, and muscles. And with over 65 specialists, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit toa.com or call 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life.
1: It's MTCS Cougar Corner. (laughs) Fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at toa.com. On FM 101.9 and AM
0: 1450 Murfreesboro. FM 100.5 Smyrna and streaming at wgnssports.com.
1: We're back on this special year-end edition of MTCS Cougar Corner. Athletics Director Jason Piercy uh, joins me. And, uh, Coach, you've got a tough act to follow there following the president.
2: (laughs) No kidding. (laughs) I think I should should have gone first.
1: (laughs) uh always a a great spokesperson you can hear the enthusiasm uh in his voice about all the uh not only just athletics but we talked about the generations of hope capital campaign and and there're just a lot of great things going on at MTCS
2: uh there is it it almost makes your head spin a little bit all the things we got going on and uh it's 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 really funny to me when you think about just going to uh to work each day and it's not like going to school. I mean, it it is, we are a school obviously, but it is, we have so many things going on, uh, whether it's athletically, uh, academically building buildings, you know, uh, fine arts. It's, uh, literally we live up here all the time. And, uh, I'm so glad we all get along. It's a family because we see each other a lot at all kinds of different events. And, uh, it's, it's, you're right. It's it's an exciting time. I've been here a while and uh, seeing a lot of changes and, and the changes, uh, some of the changes to our structures especially that are coming, are are just. It's it's really something uh, exciting and fun and I I can't wait. I know that next year is going to be chaotic with a lot of uh, you know construction on campus, but. You know, I remember when the uh, varsity gym was built and the same thing was going on. And it was every day you get to walk in there and just stare around and look at things and just imagine. And, and then that day comes when it's actually, uh, they open the doors and, you know, what an exciting time it's going to be.
1: Yeah, most certainly. Well, I, how many years is this for you?
2: I believe this is year 15.
1: Okay. I knew we were kind of getting up there. I mean, it's it's not Jamie Carver time, but, you know.
2: Well, yeah, he was. I think he was born in the home dugout, and uh, <laughs> if we had enough college classes at that time when he went through, he might not have ever gone to NTSU. He just he just graduated from college here as well. But uh, yeah, he seems like he's been here a long time.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I mean, all the all the change that's gone on just in your 15 years. I mean, it just it has to be exciting to see. And and this is athletically. Been a year of change not only for you but with lots of new hires, and we we touched on that uh with Matt. But um, lots of new faces who have to learn the ropes, and you've had a pretty tough job as AD this first year, haven't you? And first full year, yeah. Uh, we
2: have you're right, we have a lot of new faces, and uh, that brings excitement, uh, for sure uh in my job it, it also brings a few more phone calls emails meetings to make sure that we're all on the same page uh i, I told them the other day that uh we had a meeting and i said okay you've all figured it out now i don't need to talk to you as much next year <laughs> so so once they kind of learn the ropes you're right you, you hope that they will uh kind of spread their wings and fly a little bit but you know i mean we we do i mean we we have a lot of new faces and uh it wasn't an exciting year. Some of those new faces and the success they've had, you know. And uh, it's it, yes, there's a little bit more work when you have new coaches and getting them uh, to learn the ropes, as you say. But but uh, to to watch and see them perform and and see them as they pour into our kids each day, uh, and we we've got a great team here, and I'm I'm very excited about them.
1: Well, I, I know that you were you had athletic director duties before and 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 were coaching and mm-hmm. and now with with your school duties and athletic director position I'm I'm wondering from you whether there was ever a thought of is this really going to be a full-time thing and now realizing that oh my gosh it it really is <laughs> uh
2: yeah I I mean you know 15 years ago when I got here and and you know, Dan Wilkerson was AD, and he told me that, he said, I'm just kind of a paper pusher, and I used to think, yeah, you do more than that. And uh, But to see the the evolution of this role, uh, not just here, just other schools. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you know, uh, I, I went in one time and told him, I am I'm, I'm missing way too much class, We're not, you know, I, I too many meetings, too many conferences, too many being pulled out of class for this and that, just to make sure that we have everything set for the game. And, and so uh, to see that kind of evolve into what it is today, uh, like it is at some other schools, uh, it, it is a full-time job. Uh, it, it's an extra-time job, overtime. Um, it, you know, um, like I said earlier, we're, we're constantly up here, whether it's, uh, you know, whatever it is, getting ready for a game, planning for the next season, Evaluating the past season, you know, ordering, making sure we've got everything, making sure we have got the right people, all that kind of stuff, you know. And also, we gotta, we deal with teenagers, you know. So I mean, that brings us to the challenges as well, and they come with parents who sometimes present their own challenges. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's there's not uh, there's not a day when I get to sit in my office and and uh, take too many naps. I'll put it that way. <laughs> so it is. You're constantly you've got something to do, but you know the fun of it is that you come in each day uh, and you don't really know what's in front of you. In some ways, you know, we joke that first part of the day you shouldn't plan anything because you you know it's really kind of getting in, see what the day brings you, and then go from there of what you really planned out to, to get done. Uh, but but it's I enjoy it coming in each day and the challenges it brings. Uh, it is never boring I promise you and then the fun starts after 3 o'clock when you get to go watch kids compete and coaches do their thing and and, and really kind of enjoy and have fun with that and that's the stuff that's the stuff I enjoy
1: yeah well I'm I'm sure no day is the same either
2: (laughs) no not at all
1: (laughs) not Uh, at all We've got uh, Jason Piercy, the Athletics Director at MTCS, joining us today. And, uh, you know, we spent some time with Matt talking about the different seasons and the great year that Colby had and, you know, girls basketball to the state championship game and and just the excitement around spring sports, which kind of takes me to – I mentioned to him, and I wonder what your perspective is, maybe the busiest time of the year with so many sports going on is the spring.
2: You know, it's funny. Uh, I kind of refer to it as downhill skiing sometimes because when you come out of you come out of basketball, it's almost like it is just you tuck the poles and you're just going, and it's nonstop. And you know, I, I look at our uh, we do a calendar for our, our assistant ADs and, and our, our sports staff and athletics and uh, we'll schedule each week. We we'll go over it, and make sure we got everything and everything set for the week and what we need to do. And it, it's amazing how. It just fills up. You know, you've got JV here, varsity there, middle school here, middle school JV. I mean, it's 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 hard to uh, wrap your head around all the things that are going on. Now, the fun part is, and I, I, know, I probably said this too, just about every day you don't really have to go anywhere for a game. You can stay right here. And uh, you just walk out the door and look around, see where you hear the crowd and go that way. Uh, because there's some corner of our campus, much like other schools this time of year, it's just you can walk outside and find your game. Some sport being played somewhere. Uh, very rarely it's quiet here in an afternoon. Yeah,
1: it, so, yeah, that is, the,
2: that is the fun part. But, yes, yeah, after after basketball, once spring sports start on that first official day, it is, you, you will be at graduation before you know it. It, it flies by.
1: Jason, um, one of the um, – <laughs> Questions that are part of our conversation with with Matt was, and I want to spend some some time here because, you know, on Cougar Corner we're we're talking about the varsity sports. I mean, we mentioned all the scores that we can get uh, from mtcsports.com of, you know, middle school and the Cougar Cubs and basketball season and this, that, and the other. But um, our conversation kind of took me to just the sheer number of individuals, volunteers, Coaches that it takes in any given athletic season, you know, starting in football and going through spring sports, is astronomical when you start thinking about just the numbers and, and parents buying in and you know running concession stands and taking up tickets and all of those kinds of things. That number is is probably way up there for you guys.
2: You know, it's it's we talk about this a lot. Uh, coach is such a special title. Um, you know, uh, my old coach years ago and college, Coach Meyer used to say he doesn't know of a better job out there. And, you know, I totally agree with that. There's, it's the impact that a coach can have on a kid each day. Uh, we all know this. This is why we do this. Um, and it is just that group of people are special, and I'm biased, of course, with that, being one of them. Uh, but – but I just, there's so many of them that are involved with kids each day that we deal with each day. And uh, I know they don't always make the right decision. I know that parents don't always agree with them. But in the end, just that special group of people that, that care enough to put themselves out there, to take the criticism, to, for, for, for what? For kids to go out and play a game and to have fun and to learn life lessons. I mean, that you talk about an honorable profession, and I will defend it to the death because I, I believe in every one of them, and, and, but you're right. They can't do it alone. Um, they have to have incredible help, and we are blessed to be at a school that has uh, just an unbelievable amount of support around us. Um, you know, you you go back to we point. This is, we have an easy thing to point to is our hail tournament in in the middle of winter, middle of basketball season. You know, we we pull out. We have a hundred and ten teams each year in a two week period come through while we're doing varsity, doing high school basketball, mm. and we pull that off. And you know, that's ninety something games you throw in a two and a half week period. Well, I'm pretty sure that I keep. You know, I don't keep the score for all those. I don't do the PA. I'm not running the hospitality room, the contestant, stand, the game.
1: Well, those you are TSSAA numbers there in basketball, yeah, yeah. too, you know, really.
2: The hundreds of, of volunteers that yeah. we get, you know, our, our Ms. Carol Lamb does a lot of our volunteer heads up kind of department of, of securing volunteers for us, and she'll put out the numbers here, and it just baffles me. The number of our parents it, it, from all of our different sports that volunteer to help us. Uh, so that we can help these kids have, you know, all the resources and things they need to go out and and to uh, be successful playing athletics here. And it's, I mean, that's just an easy example. We also hosted a state volleyball tournament. We host a, you know, one of the state baseball tournament sites are here. I mean, I mean, my goodness, you know, uh, our people. We joked about one year we had a Christmas. I, I have a Christmas tournament. We had the Hale tournament, and then we hosted the district tournament. And and. Our people never you know, people say, they they must have revolted. I never heard a word. Yeah. Our our people will be here to support, you know, our parents, our fans, you know, if I mean if people anybody was in we're, we're at Cookboard, we'll watch our girls play in the state tournament. You know, to see the, the number of people we had the division two state tournament take a you know, half one of the sides of, of you know, of Hooper Eblem and take a you know, a section of the student section. There's no question. You know, we had a lot of comments about that. About, you know, please bring all these people back tomorrow, you know, for the <laughs> second game. And I mean, they get it. I mean, our our people will, you know, it don't matter it price, it don't matter how far they gotta travel. You know. Uh, our people have always been there for us to support our kids, to help in whatever way. And uh, man, what a blessing we you know, it is to be here. And I know a lot of other schools have help uh, and support, but I don't I don't know how it can be any better than here. I just can't my brain doesn't. I can't fathom that because this place is unbelievable.
1: Jason Piercy joining us, athletics director at MTCS. Um, I also wanted to go back to uh, something that, that you just mentioned, uh, the, the support. And years ago we had a conversation with Matt, and, you know, uh, it, it's, it's one of the spots that uh, that runs uh, talking about MTCS. And, and he says in that, you know, uh, opponents love to see us on their schedule. Because yeah. they 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 know that they're going to make some money, uh, because yeah. the, of the support. And uh, y, you know, you get that whether you're in the home confines or or whether you're on the road or going to Tennessee Tech. Uh, I mean, you you just see that not only from the students and the buy-in, but just the community too.
2: Yeah, it it amazes me when you when you have people come to tour or come look at our, our facilities. And, and so, how many students you have here? and You tell them, and they walk in our gym, for example, and you go. What in the world do you ever feel this? You're like, are you? Do we feel this? Yeah, this side's full. This side, you know, depending on the opponent, will be full. I mean, but yeah, I mean, he's right. I mean, people do, you know, I, we kept a lot of. Uh, there's some hostility, we'll say, between Division One, Division Two, there during when the separation happened. Sometimes, you know, in some places, uh, we we didn't. We had people wanting to continue to play us, and they, and they like coaches flat out say, hey, you're you guys are a good gate. You guys will bring people. Um, it's just the way it's always been. Um, you know, and the funny thing is we're not, we're not a football school, we're not a basketball school, baseball school. I think we're everything. I mean, our people, you, you go out to tennis, you'll see a ton of people out there watching our tennis kids. Our people just love to watch our kids and support them no matter what they do. You go to the play. We had a high school play a couple of weeks ago uh, in the middle of our state tournament game. I went up there and watched them, and that, the gym was full, and it was packed. I mean, no matter what it is, our people love to support our kids, and and it's just it's it's a just a great place to be. the House, that.
1: Well, I mean, and that's that's really part of it too. I mean, yes, when you have athletic success, uh, you know that that's great. You get fans out, but okay. just go back to the the start of the football season this year, and it's an zero and three start. That didn't detour fans, and you know, and I, I think that really. Um, was, was a motivating factor, and, and especially girls' basketball. And, and, and those folks didn't leave when, when the boys were playing and, and going through uh, a tough season yep. transitionally, you know. And, and, and no. they just want to support those kids who are out there giving their all.
2: We kind of joke that the only thing that would really hurt our football crowd from our home perspective is a hurricane or some kind of natural <laughs> <laughs> disaster. Because we, we had a season where we played in the region, uh, we played some teams uh, from the Upper Cumberland, and, and literally one game we played, they, this team brought eight fans. I count, <laughs> so they had eight fans, and on the other side, ours was full, and, and this was in a torrential downpour, and we had people there. I mean, our, you know, it, it's it, it's fascinating in some ways. I so I've been at two other schools like this, and they have great support as well, but it's not compare it's not compared to this.
1: And Uh, you know, people are always there. Yeah, we're 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 in a time too, Jason. Where, um, you know, I've I've been doing this since the mid '90s, and you know, there there are lots of other things going on. We live in a much bigger community, a lot of distractions, and you know, other things that pull our attention maybe away from uh, high school athletics, and and we've seen that in in some places, but that's definitely not the case at MTCS.
2: Well, you know, and local media gets a lot of heat for that, too. You know, I remember, you probably did as well, uh, Tennessee and high school sports had a huge chunk of it for a long time. Yeah. I don't mean to pick on them or the D&J or anybody. I mean, you guys the same thing. I mean, uh, local radio is the same thing. It was a huge deal. And then, you, you know, the Titans, the Predators, and all that kind of show up, and it, it, it naturally just eats the space, the print space or the, you know, the time you guys have, you know, you cover N T S U, that kind of thing. It just naturally happens. And, and – uh, so yeah, I mean it's you know social media has provided an outlet for that, that where you can get, you know get the word out. But um, but yeah, I mean when you start to see those things, uh, attendance at certain you know I know some colleges you know when I I'll be honest I went to Lipscomb and and we used to have back in the day, it was before full old McQuitty gym, and and some of those some of the schools struggle with attendance now. A lot of that has to do with the professional sports and some other things. It just there's just a lot of things to do, and people have to pick and choose what they spend their time with. But you know, here, I mean, and on the funny thing, you, know, you talk about athletic events, and it's not just it's not just the parents. It's not the grandparents. It is it is the elementary kids' parents that don't have a kid, you know, playing. Uh, it's it's friends. You know, you'll see people who are just friends in the community that know somebody. Uh, so a lot of places, you know. Session Division Two World, you, you'll go on the road and you know, you'll see a bunch of parents, in another school parents, grandparents, that, and so forth, watching their kids play. You know, ours are parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, friends, some guy lives down the street, all of them will show up. So, and that's that's a special place to be.
1: Well, um, man, I, I, I hope folks will get out and support these uh, spring sports. Uh, that that are going on. It's it's been it's already been a, a tremendous uh, year for MTCS athletics, and and I'm sure the spring is going to bring some uh, amazing stories, and we hope folks don't miss it.
2: I hope so too. Yeah, it's, these kids are doing phenomenal things. These coaches are working hard, uh, and you know, and, and the thing I love about it is that you know uh, I get uh, two posts. I get two pictures sent to me this this weekend of our you know, our softball team's got a journey home surfing, you know, and and we have a young man that plays out at Miracle Field throwing out our first pitch of the game the other day and kids all surround him and you know, and that although the games are important and the games are fun, uh I love that our coaches and our people keep the right thing and the, the bigger picture in front of us. And and you know, that's that's what's more important. And uh those are the kind of things that just make me smile. And just, you know, see that our coaches and our kids are getting it and what it's all really about. And uh and that's it's kinda of fun when you get to that moment. And it's not about it's not about me, it's not about, you know, that person. There's something we're all into something bigger uh than than just us. And that's that's a fun time.
1: Well, Jason, just because uh Cougar Corner is over for the season doesn't mean that uh we won't be out to a baseball game or two in the near future. We're already kind of working on some plans for that and You know, um, August, after that downhill slope, you know, maybe we get to the bottom, but we start right back uh, just two months after that with uh, August and football and fall sports and a new school year, and uh, it'll be here before we know it.
2: Yeah, it cycles fast, doesn't it? Uh, You think you got a little bit of downtime, and then all of a sudden you're right back in it, but you know what, what else do we have to do, Brian? You and I just get in trouble if we need something to do, so... It's
1: probably good for us to be busy. Oh I, yes, uh, Especially my wife says, just get out. So do that's, something that's else. That's right.
2: That's what mine says too. So it's okay.
1: <laughs> well, I do appreciate you spending some time with us today, and you're always good to to fill in or uh, pinch hit on on. And I'm sure you always look for those texts, and so there's Brian texting <laughs> again. But uh, I do I, appreciate I just,
2: it. I just go ahead and set my alarm early on Saturday mornings in case you need it. So.
1: <laughs> it's, it's, it's always fun putting together a, a live radio show each and every week uh, with, oh, with lots bet. of different folks. But we do enjoy it and uh, enjoy spending our time on Cougar Corner. And couldn't do it without you and, and the support of, of um, President Tiller and yourself and, and the MTCS community. So I appreciate well,
2: it. Hey, I've said it before, and I'll say it every time I'm on here. You know, I really appreciate all what you guys do. Uh, it, it is not hard to tell what's important to you guys and, and how you're there for these kids. Uh, and you guys run around like crazy. And, I, you know, I know a lot of people love on you guys, but it's not enough. Uh, you and, and all you guys that help you do a great job, and I just appreciate all you do for these kids. Uh, right. In a world where it's hard to get time, you know, like yeah. we just talked about, it's, it's, it's just awesome, and it, it does not go unnoticed, I promise you. Uh, the good work you guys do there. Thank oh, you very much.
1: Appreciate that very much. Jason Piercy joining us here this morning on MTCS Cougar Corner. That's going to wrap up our final Cougar Corner of the season. We will be back in August, of course, and coming up next, a special edition of the Prentice Also Heating and Air Coach's Corner.